The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. So let me take you back about 30 years. Take you like 30, 30, 40 years. No, no, 30 years. So I grew up, thankfully, in a traditional Sephardi type of family. It wasn't a family that, that expressed the details of halacha, but it was a family that understood that we were Jewish and, and we participated in holidays. We did go to synagogue. We sometimes went to a conservative synagogue. Sometimes we preferred going to the beach. You know, sometimes we preferred watching a movie. But we, you know, we, 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 were, we were somewhat involved. You know, I remember the Pesach Seder. You know, we, it, it was a big competition at the Passover Seder because we had to do the Seder because, you know, our parents said we have to do it. And uh, we were Sephardi, so we were, we were at least externally traditional. But there was a competition because, you know, there were good, good TV shows. So I still remember, we would start off with good spirits, we were enthusiastic to read the stories, and it got boring, and so at, at a certain point, it went into fast forward, okay, Baruch Hashem Zaroa, Baruch Hashem Karpas, eat the meat, let's go to the movies. It was a, we had the express, the express Passover Seder, and I'm not coming here to confess my sins, I'm not expecting you to be my priest, we're not even, it's not even our thing anyway, but I'm just sharing you some of my personal experiences. And here's the really the point I want to I want to really focus on. I just want you to appreciate where I'm coming from. You know, a 16 year old mature adult has a big world out there. The last place he's looking for is the base medrash, the synagogue, and the last thing he's unfortunately interested in in many cases is the the uh, shidduch suggestion that his great aunt has that's in waiting for him in Brooklyn. So, Yavin, and let's continue to the main point of the story. So now here's the thing. There was a little bit of a light in my darkness in my in my world, a little bit of a light. One summer, we went to visit our grandparents. Now, the good, we had good fortune, not knowing it at the time, but the, good, the great fortune, actually, that my grandparents lived exactly across the street from Rav Shmuel Birnbaum, who, who was Zatzal, the Rosh Hashiva of the Mir Shiva of Brooklyn. I saw this man with a white beard, angelic, walking down the street, right across my... I watched him every day. It seemed... When we went to visit, we had neighbors that were all religious you know, religious Orthodox Jews, and one very nice neighbor saw me and my brothers, I have a twin, and then there was a younger brother, two years younger, so he saw the three of us running around like a bunch of behemoths. To translate that into English, um, we were running around like savages. You know, how savagely can we be at 10 years old? But we were running around, and he saw these three kids, and he, and he knew we were Jewish, and he said, wow, what a shame. They're running around with nothing, nothing, no purpose, no nothing, no direction. And unfortunately, their parents can't even help them in this context, in this situation. So what did he do? He came to my parents, and he suggested that, why don't you send your kids to a summer camp? Send them to camp. I, I know a very nice camp. They'll have a good time. Anyway, you're busy working all summer, very busy in, with a seasonal business. You have no time. So you have, send them for a month away to camp, and while you're busy working, and everyone will be happy. And of course, what's the first question my parents asked? What's the hashgacha? <laughs> they, they didn't. No, they didn't ask what's the hashgacha. They asked, of course, like any Jewish parents are going to ask, how much does it cost? So this man was very smart. We were officially the first cure of campers before there was a such thing as cure of camp. He said it's free. Just decide to send them, and it'll all be taken care of. So of course my parents. <laughs> Can we sign them up for multiple years? <laughs> let's, let's. We're set. Let's do this. So we were sent to this unbelievable camp called Camp Magan Avraham. And we learned what Judaism was. We, we learned how to pray. We learned how to read Hebrew. We learned how to pray. We even learned Mishnayis. 
We learned Mishnayis. And you know, when we started, it was all hard. But after a couple of years, because we did take the multiple year free package, and after a couple of years, we actually were learning Mishnayis. We, we, one, at one point, we even got one of those books they give out when you win a Mishnayis contest. All that from the summer camp. Fast forward to the, hard, the hardships of America and all of the different things you're running after, you know, fame, fortune, and so on. So here I am, no longer a trace of any Jewish practice. Right? Looks like the end of a, of a sad story. But it's not the end. As we said, there is no end to the Jewish story. So here I am. It's a Saturday. Not a Shabbos, not a Shabbat. It's a Saturday. And I'm about to shave, because, you know, I wanted to look you know, nice and clean. Shaving with a nice suntan, get that nice smooth shave. And I'm about to shave. And I tell myself, I this is ridiculous. I can't, I can't do this. Something in me said, this doesn't make any sense. And I thought to myself, look, I have, set, I have six days, six other days of the week to shave that's not an Avera. I'm going to shave on, 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 on Saturday, which is, I know it's an Avera because I learned in camp that you're not allowed to shave on Saturday. I'm going to shave now on Saturday when I have six other days. That's what I know now to be chutzpah. I don't know, I don't know the word chutzpah then, but I can't do that. And I didn't do that. Now, what, what, what contradiction I was living in. We don't have to get into the details. I was goyish. I was a goy on the outside. Here I was in that sinking ship, so to speak, you know, dying a slow death, what would have appeared to be dying a, a slow death, a painfully slow death for the soul. And I said, I'm not going to shave on Saturday. We all are a walking story like that. We all have our moments, our difficulties, and our triumphs. We, we all have that. Because again, Hashem is with us and will never leave us and the soul inside will never die and we're all going to make it. But thank God we're here, but there are many that have not made it. And we have to remember them and think for them and, and do for them and know that, that they, people need our help out there and we have to know that if Hashem helped us to get where we are, we have a strength to go back and help others to, to also make it here. If we can't go out and do something physically, we can daven for them. You've just experienced... Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.